Praise the Lord. Can I hear hallelujah? Praise the Lord. I want us to do something we we haven't done here before. Just lift up your hand and say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Last year was quite tough. You will agree with me. So many things happened. And this year again, we are full of hopes, expectations. And we are believing God for something spectacular. I'm one of those who believe that this year is going to be a year of outstanding testimonies. Because God is going to give us a reason to celebrate and to testify of his goodness. And so I'm happy to see you in 2023. And I'm glad that I'm here today to talk to you about God and the God of hope. Shall we pray? Our dear Lord, I want to thank you so very much this morning. If you look back to what happened last year, there are so many people who couldn't make it to this year. The year just began, and we are beginning with you. What a wonderful time to spend in the house of God. What a wonderful time to be in your presence. And so, dear Lord, we commit our lives, our families, and our nations to you. We are asking, Lord, that you will give us direction this year. We need you, Lord, to intervene in the affairs of men. We are calling upon you, Lord, to come through and come true for us. And dear Lord, as a church, we join our faith together in the unity of our faith and in the singleness of our hearts. We bind every power that is causing chaos in our land. We bind every power that is causing chaos in the entire world. And we decree, Lord, that your peace will reign this year in this nation and in our world. And as we hear your word this morning, Lord, speak your word to rocks in the language we shall not understand. In your name we pray. Amen. This morning, we want to quickly look at the topic, Jesus, the hope of the nations. And I would like everybody to listen very carefully because I'm going to be very, very fast and see how we can do justice to this topic very quickly. Jesus, the hope of the nations. Hallelujah. I want to quickly read from the book of Job, chapter number 14 and verse number 7. It says, at least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again. And its new roots or shoots will not fail. There is hope for a tree. I know that every one of us is aware of what is going on in the entire world today. The chaos, the crisis, the fightings, the wars, the challenges, financial constraint, family challenges, 
addiction. Name it. So many things are going wrong in the world today. And there are so many people who have given up hope. There are those who feel that their expectations have been dashed. There are many people who feel they can no longer meet up, they can no longer meet it in life, meet up in life. I was listening to, or rather watching a video, a very short clip, where somebody says he prefers now to take his life because he can no longer make, make ends meet. He goes to the food bank. Almost every now and then. And yet he's not satisfied because those things are not meeting his needs. And he has come to the conclusion that it is better off I just end it. Look around you. So many things are wrong right now. There are people who are losing their houses. Needless to say, that the central bank, not only in Canada, in UK, in Europe, they have raised interest rate again and again and again. Inflation is on the high. People are hardly, hardly able to get by. But I have a good news for you. The Bible says even though the tree is cut down, there is hope that it will sprout again. When you listen to the news, hardly you can hear words of comfort. It's all bad news. But I'm here to talk to you today that there is hope even for a tree that is cut down. And no matter your situation, I want you to know that there is still hope for you. That's number one point. Number two. According to Psalm chapter number 9, verse number 18, it says, But God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. Hope for the afflicted. Have you been sick and you've been to so many places trying to seek solution to your health issues? You may even be like a woman that was having issues of blood for 12 good years. The Bible says she spent all that she had but she was nothing better. Her health was a challenge. All her service went through there. She probably went to the best doctors like we have today, but they couldn't help her. She was about to give up when she heard that Jesus Christ was coming to town. And the Bible says she availed herself of that opportunity to meet with Jesus. According to the book of Matthew chapter number 9, verse number 20 to 22, the Bible says she came behind Jesus and touched his cloak on the edge of his garment. And immediately she did, she was made whole. But hear this and listen to me, people of God. Before she left, she said, if only I can touch by the hem of his garment. She had faith before she left. She was hopeful before she left. She had expectation before she left. And that is what I'm telling you today. Have hope, have expectation. Because it's not over until it's over. God hasn't put a period 
in your statement. It's a command because God still has so much to do with you and in your life. Don't give up on yourself. The woman never gave up on herself. She spent all that she had. She went to several places seeking for solution, but there was no solution. Up until then, she made up her mind and said, you know what? I know one person I can go to and I will not be disappointed. I know someone I can go to who will take care of my affliction. And the Bible says here, but God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. She had hope and God never disappointed her. And when she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, she was made whole. What is your situation today? Where are you at right now? What are you asking God to do for you right now? Don't give up hope. There is still hope for the hopeless. All you need to do is to stir up your faith. Is to reach out to him because he's waiting to put a smile on your face. Jesus, the hope for the afflicted. You won't be put to shame. Hear this and hear me loud and clear. God does not disappoint. He will do what he says he will do. He says what he means and he means what he says. If he says I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. He's no man that can slackness. Man can promise and fail, but God never fails. Hear this loud and clear. God is not going to put you to shame. And he will not allow your situation to shame you. It's out to do something new and better in your life. That is what God is about to do in your life this new year. According to the book of Psalm chapter number 25 and verse number 3 says, No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. But shame will come to on those who are treacherous without cause. God is not going to put you to shame. And they will not allow the devil to put you to shame either. They won't. God, my Savior, and my hope. Here it is. God is our hope in ages past. All other gods will fail. This is very important for us to take home. All other gods will fail, but God will never fail. He is the hope of the hopeless. He is the helper of the helpless. He gives life to those things that are dead. He is the salvation to the lost sheep of Israel. He's looking for you. He's looking for you. Psalm 25 verse number 5 says, Guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God my Savior. And my hope is in you all day long. All day long my hope is in you. You must have tried so many others and they failed. Come try my Jesus. He's not going to fail you. He's your Savior. He will save you from that predicament. He will save you from that trouble. He, he isn't only going to save you spiritually. He's going to save you physically. He has the ability and the capability to do that. He's our Savior and he's our hope. Hope in God, people of God. I want to say this. Hope in God. This is very, very important. Hope in God. Hope in God. And why don't you do hope in God? When you put your hope in all others, put your hope in horses and men that will fail. When you put your hope and your trust in your riches and your investment, 
When you put your hope in your achievements, in your ability, in people that you know, when you put your hope in the government or in the economy, it's a matter of time. They will fizzle out. They will fail. But when you put your hope in God, this is someone who never fails. Our God never fails. If you put your hope in your job and in your business, we can see all around us today, a lot of people have lost their jobs. So many businesses have gone under, and they may never come back again. If you had hope in those things, what happens? Your hope has been dashed. You could even put your hope in your best friend, in your family, your father or your mother. There is something bad in being hopeful and having these people surround you as your hope. But take note, what about those who lost their parents to COVID-19? What has happened to their hope? Dashed. God is everlasting. He never fails. He never dies. From everlasting to everlasting, he remained the same and the same forever. He is our refuge and our shade. According to Psalm 119 and verse number 114, it says, You are my refuge and my shade. I have put my hope in your word. I have put my hope in your word. God is our divine protection. He's our shield and our fortress. He watches over us day and night. He spreads his wings and his feathers over us. He makes us invisible to the eyes of the wicked that want to hurt us. He is before us. He is behind us. And he is with us. If you remember when the children of Israel were going through the wilderness... The Bible said the pillar became fire at night to guide them. And in the day, it was a cloud. And even when they were crossing through the Red Sea, the Bible says the pillar moved from the front and came from behind and, put, and, and formed a shield between them and their enemies, the, the Egyptians. And that was how they said to the other side very successfully. I want to say to you today, you don't need to be afraid because God is before you. He's going before you and he's behind you as well and he's with you. Fear not. Of course, we should be aware that fear not appears in the Bible 365 times. And so God is telling us every day, fear not because I am your protection. My divine protection is over you. You don't need to be afraid. Money cannot protect anybody. Riches and wealth can protect anybody. It's only God that is our shield and our refuge. I have a quick question. On whom do you put your hope? That's a good question to ask ourselves every day. Where do I have my hope? Where do I have my trust? On whom do I put my hope? Some people put their hope and trust in horses like I mentioned before. They put their hope and trust, trust in men, in their riches, in their achievements, in their investment. That's where they put their hopes. Some of them is about who they are in the society, their personality, or who they know in the society. 
the good connections that they have. I want to tell you today that those things, they are like sinking sand. They will come and go. They will fade away someday, sometime. The only person that does not come and go is God Almighty. The same yesterday, the same today, and the same forever. Put your hope in the government. Government comes and goes. But definitely, you may be disappointed. Put your hope in the economy. The economy will fade someday, just as we are seeing today. All over the world, there are complaints. People can barely make ends meet. It's not a joke. All these things will fail when you put your hope in them. Psalm 131 verse number 3 says, Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forever. It shouldn't be just now, but for all time. If you've never hoped in God before, this is the time for you to put your hope in him and be steadfast and be steadfast. Put your hope in God. There is hope for the nations. This world is like a marketplace. Hear this, everybody. Nobody lives here forever. There comes such a time when we shall say goodbye to our best of friends, lovely family members, colleagues at places of work, even church members. Nobody lives here forever. We're all going to live someday. A few days ago, I was listening to the news and uh, I heard about Abedi Pele, the great soccer you know, legend, who passed on at age 82. What really interested me about him was there was so much and so much things that were said about him, the great achievement he has had. So many things were said about him, good stuff and bad stuff anyways. But the thought was all of those things could not even stop him from dying when he was going to die. The people he knew, the great name he had, the achievements he made. Those things couldn't stop him. When it is time for you to say goodbye to planet Earth, you gotta go. And that is why as a believer, we need to prepare every day. We live our lives one day at a time. One day at a time. Because the owner of our lives can call us someday and say, time is up. You can bribe him. You can say, I'm not ready. You got to go. You just got to go. And so when you leave this planet Earth, where are you going? Where will you be? Paul said, if it is only in this life we have hope, we are of all men most miserable. What are you hoping on? You're going to leave it someday. Our hope has to be in God. And it has to be strong in God. There is hope for the nations. There is hope for the nations. And hear these people of God. 
So many people are trying to fix this planet Earth. They are doing their best to do that. United Nations is trying to do their best. UNESCO is doing their best. G7 nations are doing what they know best to do. G20 countries are coming together to see how they can fix these nations of the world. But I want to tell you something. They don't have the solution to the problem of the world. It's only Jesus that has the solution to the problem of the world. Some are busy repairing where others are busy tearing apart. Is ever going to be like that? It's always going to be like that. There can never be agreement between these nations of the world. Since the garden or the tower of Babe, where there was confusion in the entire world, there would always be confusion. There will always be people who will stand against what is good. The world has never been divided before as it is now. We have the democracy, we have the autocracy. Just like we have the believers and the unbelievers. What am I trying to say? No matter the crisis and the chaos in the world, there is hope for the nations. There is still hope for the nations. And because we are here as believers, because he cares about us, because he loves us for the Bible's sake, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Because of you and I, God's benevolence is going to show up. God is going to show his power to bring about peace in our land. There is hope for the nations. Job 27 verse 8 says, For what hope have the godless when they are cut off? When God takes them away. And that was why I mentioned about this place being the marketplace where we all will trade and someday we'll leave. We're all going to leave this world someday. We've got to prepare. God's unfailing love. God loves the people of the world. God loves all the nations of the world. He only hates what people do. God loves everyone. He only hates the evil that people do. And because of his unfailing love, according to the book of Psalm, chapter number 33, verse 32 and 30 and 18, it says, May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. 33, verse 18 says, But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear, fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love. Put your hope hope in his unfailing love. He cares about you. This about time, cast your burden upon him for he cares for you. You can't bear that burden any longer. You can't carry that load any longer. Roll it over to him. He cares. He cares. The last point, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. Isaiah chapter number 40 and verse number 31 says, but whose but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Isaiah 40 and verse number 
31. In difficult times, God is our strength. When we are going through difficult circumstances and situations, and we look up to him, God becomes our strength. When others are falling, God, and even when we fall, he picks us up, give us a pat at the back and say, ride on son, ride on daughter, I am with you. It's our strength. When everything seems to be falling apart around us, and we're giving up, and we're losing it, God is our strength. He says, I will make my strength perfect in your weakness. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the sick say, I am healed. It's your faith that is speaking for you. And I want you to know that God has not forgotten you. He's always looking for a way to pick you up when you fall and to have you keep moving. And lastly, people of God, Jesus, hope of the nations. Where else shall we put our hope? In him, in his name, the nations will put their hope. Matthew chapter number 12 and verse number 21. Jesus is our only hope, the hope of the world, the hope of all nations, all peoples, and the only solution to every problem in this world. I know there are some people who may not believe that that God has the solution to all the problems. They won't believe it because they don't know his power. They have not experienced him. They have not given their life to to him. That is why they may not believe. But you and I, who knows what God is capable of doing, we know that he's the hope of the nations. He's the solution to the world. And he's the one that is going to bring peace to our hearts, even in a time of trouble. And wherever you are listening to us today, on whom have you put your hope? Jesus is waiting for you. If only you can cast your burden upon him. He cares about you. He loves you. And he wants you to come back home. Let us pray. Our dear Lord, we want to thank you for your work this morning. You are the hope of the nations. Our strength may fail us. The government may fail us. The economy may fail us. Our business, our jobs may fail us. Money may even fail us. But Lord, you never fail. You never fail us. And so, Lord, we lift up our lives into the holiness of your hands. As we begin this new year, Lord, we hope in you. Bring our expectations to pass. May our hope not be dashed. May our expectation come true. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.